Hi, it's Dune here, your host and hype girl. And before we dive into today's episode, I want you to take a hot second to reflect. What's that passion, unique experience, or knowledge you have itching to be shared with the world? For me, it's always been about guiding you and cheerleading incredible women to start your businesses. So what's your thing? You see, everyone's got something they excel at, something they just can't stop talking about. And it turns out that one of the best ways to monetize those passions is through sharing that thing with the world as a digital course product. My life's work has been to chat with more than 600, 7, 8, and 9-figure e-commerce founders. And it's through those conversations that have led me to creating a foolproof playbook and my go-to guide for early-stage founders in the form of my first-ever digital program, e-commerce fundamentals. But it wouldn't have been possible without Thinkific. The beauty of this platform lies in its simplicity. Cute templates and a super easy to use editor. No coding headaches, no tech-induced stress, just pure focus on what matters most, the content. So if you've ever been curious about building a course to teach your passion, this is the way to do it. The genuine support from the Thinkific team turns it from this lonely, confusing headache into the most fulfilling and easy project. Go to the link in my show notes to get a free trial on me. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Welcome back. Here are the six quick questions. Question number two is, what's been your favorite marketing moment so far? Okay, so we did a uh, one of the herbal rolling bars at um, for our friends at Gossamer Magazine. They were doing one of their issue launch parties, and so we were popping up there. And I got to roll some herbal, barberry herbal splits for Lena Wake. And... Um, a badass like she um, she waited in line which was so cool I got a chat with her later um she's one of Valerie and I's like favorite celebrities um and it was just amazing <laughs> like I was so starstruck but I at the same time I was like so are you investing in any BIPOC women-owned cannabis fans because you're <laughs> <laughs> please and, contact you know, me <laughs> yeah, you just have to put yourself out there. But it was just kind of one of those like pinch me moments. Like I couldn't believe that I just got to do that. That is so cool. And I love Gossima, such a cool magazine. We've had her on the show before to share her story too. Love it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Question number three is what's your go-to business resource if you have to kind of think about a book or a podcast or a newsletter? Go-to business resource. Google, can Google be my answer? Like, of course. Google is the first place pretty much we go to for everything. In fact, even most of our operations are held in Google Suites to um, one form or another. Um, I guess that's where we start. Um, I do have to give a shout out though to Airtable. Um, it's a you know, sort of workflow project management system. We are, we do everything in Airtable when it comes to all of our like content strategy, our management systems, our inventory tracking, like everything. Airtable has really become sort of a centralized hub for us. And it's just, um, they also have a lot of good resources and blog content and stuff out there for founders. But like I said, organization is, it makes everything so much easier and makes everything so much smoother. And so it has helped us be a lot more organized. Love that. I need to check out Airtable. I feel like I'm hearing about it all the time these days, but I don't actually use it. I need to check it out. Totally. (laughs) Question number three is how do you win the day? What are your AM or PM rituals and habits that keep you feeling happy and successful and motivated? Um, so I have been um, meditating most mornings. Um, so pretty much I wake up and the first thing I do is put on a cozy sweatshirt and I open my window so I can get some, some fresh air. And um, I just put my Calm app in. And even if you uh, don't pay for the Calm subscription, like you do the free version, they do these timed 
there's no word times meditation that you can layer in different like nature sounds and things. So I do like birds in a babbling brook, like <laughs> you know, kind of zen out. So I start each day with a 15 or 20 minute meditation. Um, and then when I'm home, I try to be home. So I don't love to, you know, like pick up work projects again when I get home or things like that. Like I just usually will put my computer away and just kind of leave it away unless like I absolutely need to. I am, I love cooking. Cooking is sort of my I also, it's very zen to me. Like I could just grade garlic and chop onions and <laughs> grade ginger forever and just be completely happy and blissed out. So cooking is a really big part of my self-care routine. I also think, you know, just feeding, like nourishing yourself is, is an important piece of, of my sort of mental health and my balance. Um, and then finally, swimming has been a really important piece as well. I, I typically go swimming. Usually, I've, I've been trying to go at least two to three times a week. And I don't, somebody at the pool asks me, like, you know, how many yards I do and, like, how many laps I do. And I, I don't count. <laughs> and that is apparently very unusual for swimmers. But I just get in the pool and I just kind of go for it. And it's, like, one of the few times, unless I'm meditating, that I, my mind is just completely empty and I don't I just am in that moment I'm thinking about my breath I just hear the water and, and that's it yeah I get into that meditative state flow yeah yeah I mean sounds good hobbies for me has been um, a tricky one I mean my my childhood really sort of framed this position or this thought in my mind that if I wasn't working then I didn't have any value and so I've always been like working, 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 working since I was a kid. And it has taken me a long time to kind of recognize that that was sort of my, this identity that doesn't need to really exist <laughs> and that I can actually, um, it was really, it was contributing a lot to burnout. And so being able to find ways of playing has been making me a better business operator. You know, I am a better version of myself because I am finding ways of taking care of myself. Mm, yeah, finding that joy in other activities not related to work. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Question number five is what's been your worst money mistake and how much did it cost you? <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, also, you know, I think vulnerability and honesty is, is the most important thing with other founders. And this year we've been going through a fundraising round and we eventually had to just close that fundraising round without successfully, you know, getting the money that we were fundraising for. The biggest mistake that we made there is by sort of really having a lot of conversations with people that were never going to invest. And we were really, um, I was really, I would say, you know, chasing that carrot. And I wasn't, I was ignoring a lot of the red flags along the way because I was, I had it so in my mind that if I, once the money is in, then we'll be fine. Once the money is in, then it'll be, then we can move on. Once the money is in, we'll survive. And what we had to, you know, that. That wasn't ever going to be the case for us here. And so we wasted a lot of time um, 
issue that carrot and, you know, it impacted the health of our business. It impacted my mental health. And what we learned is that we never got the carrot and we're fucking fine. (laughs) (laughs) The narrative that I had told myself was not true. And I think I really needed to come to terms with this, that it it actually wasn't ever about that. And, and yeah, I think chasing that money, I, I was ignoring all the lessons that I had always taught myself and I just was ignoring a lot of the warning signs. What were the warning signs or what were those red flags? To add another question into my uh, six quick questions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think the women being with race and gender were um, really tokenized and, you know, I, I think as a BIPOC woman, and um, sometimes, you know, I, I get really sensitive to that, and sometimes I'm just like, oh, it's just that white man being that white man. You know, I kind of am just like, I can kind of categorize it and say, like, this is just how it is. And I wasn't really listening to my own intuition when I was hearing those things. You know, I was like, that kind of thing. They have all of these other shiny good deeds that they're doing. Um, you know, they just are uninformed and they're doing their best, but they're just, you know, we're saying some things that just felt really tokenizing. Um, so that was one. I think they they were very unorganized. <laughs> and, um, you know, there were some comments that were made um, that really you could tell that they really thought of their of themselves as certain kinds of like saviors and um I think when you're going into a partnership you're not looking for that you want it to be a true partnership and ultimately those deals didn't get pushed through because we started to really push back in terms of some of our own due diligence that we needed we wanted to um you know we were bringing them on as equity founders and so or as equity partners and so we wanted to you know really go through a good due diligence process to make sure that they were a good fit for us and um, ultimately they weren't and it didn't work out and I think at the end of the day though what it showed us is that the people that had rallied around them after that fallout um, had $10,000 more than that specific partnership could have yielded and sort of separated um you know separated the cream for us and we were able to really um, kind of kind of lean into our community and they were really there for us um and our allies were there for us when we really felt the blowback of those of that deal falling through mm, yeah your true supporters and your true mm-hmm. true fans I guess you could say gosh thanks for sharing (laughs) it's important to talk about this kind of stuff totally I mean it was a tough time for sure I mean I think for for me personally like I said so much of my identity over the last four years had been building I had a plan in my mind and this is how the plan was going to go and and it was going to plan for four years and um, when it didn't go to plan like that you know we it sort of was like oh what it it was my, you know, I took it very personally, like, and I think I, it took me about a month to kind of realize that it wasn't me, <laughs> and that it actually, this was how, this was always how it was supposed to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. 
Question number six, last question. What is just a crazy story, good or bad, that you can share from your journey in building Barbary? Crazy story. Gosh, I don't know. I mean, I think, (laughs) you know, I think it's not so much a crazy story, but it is something that just feels really good. Um. is amazing love that love that for you love that for Valerie (laughs) (laughs) Meryl thank you so much for taking the time to come on the show today and share your journey in building Barbary I'm so excited to watch this next stage for you guys and I'm cheering for you in October when you launch the new product thank you thank you so much hey it's June here Thanks for listening to this amazing episode of the Female Startup Club podcast. If you're a fan of the show and want even more of the good stuff, I'd recommend checking out femalestartupclub.com where you can subscribe to our free newsletter. We send it out weekly covering female founder business news, insights and learnings in D2C, and interesting business resources. And if you're a founder building an e-commerce brand, you can join our private network of entrepreneurs called Hype Club at femalestartupclub.com forward slash hype club. We have guests from the show joining us for intimate Ask Me Anythings, expert workshops, and a group of totally amazing, like-minded women building the future of D2C brands. As always, please do subscribe, rate and review the show, and post your favorite episodes to Instagram stories. I am beyond grateful when you do that. June here. Thanks for listening to this amazing episode of the Female Startup Club podcast. If you're a fan of the show and want even more of the good stuff, I'd recommend checking out femalestartupclub.com where you can subscribe to our free newsletter. 
We send it out weekly covering female founder business news, insights and learnings in D2C, and interesting business resources. And if you're a founder building an e-commerce brand, you can join our private network of entrepreneurs called Hype Club at femalestartupclub.com forward slash Hype Club. We have guests from the show joining us for intimate Ask Me Anythings, expert workshops, and a group of totally amazing, like-minded women building the future of D2C brands. As always, please do subscribe, rate and review the show, and post your favorite episodes to Instagram stories. I am beyond grateful when you do that. Mm-hmm.